in the innermost sanctum of our hearts and souls is always heaven. In the dimension of our last breath and moment, into the current breath and moment, into the potential next breath and moment, is life. And always the path is heaven and earth together as one embodied. Always the path. So in our heart of hearts, we contemplate, how do I dwell preserving a vessel for the holy of holies in my heart of hearts, in my soul of souls, and in yours, and yours, and yours, and yours, and everyone's. And then in the diversity of all the individual beings we are, how do we embody that principle? Heaven on earth. Historically, what we tend to study is all the places where we have not cared for the fingers and bodies, much less the pearl rings given to the girls and women and in other ways to the boys and men of our world. Instead, we study the bloodied fingers and the stolen rings and the tr tricks played to steal the pearl or charge too much money for the ring or take it from the sister or the daughter or the mother or the father or the nephew or the stranger. You, you're not like me. What do I do to win over you and have all the rings or all the pearls or all the gold or all the land or all the slaves or hate my owner, hate my sibling? You, you're the descendant of a slave owner. And then we could trade insults back and forth. How many slave owners were in your family? How many in yours? How many in mine? How many slaves? What happened to the fingers and hands of all of those souls? Well, that is to be embodied in us now. How do we bring reparations to God? And that would be, in the early translations, the quality of how do we repatriate heaven? How do we bring back the land, the home, the hearth, the kingdom that is heaven? How do we represent that in our lives? And we hesitate in the present breath into the next breath trying to make sure that we can survive and sustain life, always being the winner, or if not the winner, somehow safe from the conquest of the next person who might bring harm to us in the attempt to conquer. So in the quality of repatriation to heaven, we're really giving back to the heavens the domain of everything that belongs to God, which is, of course, is everyone and everything. And if we're an atheist or a secular humanist, I can say we're bringing it back to a universal principle, which we're naming in a secular way or in no, a Zen-like frame of no name. 
so vast that we cannot configure it into just a reduced name. Or if we're deeply mystical, we might not want to think or utter a name in frameworks of Judaism or other faiths where we're going to a Vedantic sense of vastness, which is inclusive and always is trying to represent the unity that is reality. So in that, we are restoring to God, repatriating to the cosmic domain, everything and everyone. And then what occurs is there is no winner-loser, there's no war. And historically what occurs is we tend to say, who goes first? So they conquer or I conquer. And then we're, we're on a linear board of competition or attempts to win. There could be only one owner of this land or one person wearing this ring. And all too often we study the treachery that occurred with someone trying to kidnap a person from another tribe and enslave or sell them or trying to conquer the daughter of that man and woman, or the son of that man and woman, to conquer and own them, or trade them, or make a great livelihood from them. I had a telephone call about 20 years ago from a colleague of mine, a physician who's an elder woman now, and she had been asked to see over 120 patients in a single day for a corporation. And she said to me, I simply cannot. At some point, there will be a mistake. But at the next meeting, the different figures from the corporation spoke of how well it was going for them. Financially, they were doing very well. But they were wearing down and exhausting and throwing away the enslaved figures who were such a physician as this woman. The patients would have been in the same category. Whenever one objectifies another person, parent, spouse, lover, child, sibling, colleague, friend, worker, they become an object where we have lost heaven. So our initial work is to make reparations to God. How Father, Mother, Great One, Universe, Cosmos, all that I name you, how do I bring back to you everything and everyone, including myself? And then probably the single most difficult movement in the human soul is there is a receptivity called in aspects of South Asian practice, surrender. Really the, the translation from the Pali and Sanskrit would be more correctly offering. How do I offer myself in devotion to that great unity, the holy, H-O-L-Y, the holy, that which is holy, from which I am born, so that I am born back into that larger self, that larger unified identity, and we all then are part of that identity. When one is faithful to that and has made reparations to that, we then turn to our child and say, oh, my son. And we note that their intelligence is part of that. Their spiritual temperament, their emotions, their 
character, their ego personality. And we try to call them to be a vessel of virtue open to that offering or surrender into the absolute, into the divine. And then begin to experience down here on the earth who our child is of heaven. The same practice is done in South Asia for one's spouse, siblings, extended family members, villagers, city neighbors. So we are turning to regard God in one another and bowing in reverence or respect to that in one another. If we walk through the Himalayas, the phrases of many centuries, Namaste, the place in me sounding the name of the divine is greeting you with that call, recognizing and calling out to that in you, through you, to heaven. And then we are receiving that in ourselves. It's a glorious journey, walking, speaking with thousands of people in such a way. Reality. A quality of reparations to God. In this, we begin to experience that there is a quality from heaven on earth. This is a constant if we practice embodying it. And then out of that state arises a dignity, a self-respect, an honoring of this principle so that the finger on my left hand, which wore the ring from my parents, is real, is of eternity, is of the past as their infant child, their little girl, their older girl, their young woman, their now elder woman, daughter. And when my body is gone from this earth, everything to the best of my ability that has occurred through that finger and hand, and my right ring finger and hand, and all of the gestures of my life, is a practice to the best of my ability of heaven on earth. So what occurs in that gesture of prayer and practice is a quality of my repatriating myself to heaven. Oh, I am a child of heaven, representing that here. And then long after I'm gone from the earth, what is it that ex exists where I have been? Well, Every place where I have been would have been prayer and practice on behalf of all beings and all of creation. May we all be fully restored to God. May we be repatriated to heaven on earth. All of the reparations owed are owed to that great one, our father and mother in heaven. And from the Holy of Holies at the center of my heart and soul, Father, Mother, may they be restored to you fully. Then that path is always the path. And then when I turn to each person, 
present in my life. I practice humbly, respectfully. How shall we all do this? Father, Mother, God, Absolute, Universe. Together, how shall we all embody this in the next breath and gesture? Then what is revealed to me, and this is part of why it's important to study the people who have been the mystics and sages and practitioners of heaven on earth from around the world, they are our kin in this homework or this course of study. Practicing not being sacrificed, but practicing being of heaven on earth in every era for the sake of remembering and representing and aspiring in the direction toward their own future that we are of home always, everywhere, for the sake of this in ourselves and in one another and in everyone. Then all of a sudden in the next breath, there's a quality which is called, among the prophets of all religions, revelation. That which is called God reveals, or the ecstatic grace of the universe reveals through the heart of hearts of such a being, into their breath, and the space in which that soul is dwelling in their human vessel of a body, of an incarnation, the divine reveals through them this movement of grace, of blessing, of heaven as reality. It is a perfection. And then the human body represents embodying as that vessel love. And there is understanding. Heaven and earth through me are one. I have restored to God everything that is his or hers. Ah, and he, she, that has allowed me to embody being a seed of a perfect flower that is his child or her child. Newborn, born of the self with a capital S that is heaven through everyone and everything, including the humility and blessing that is this next moment of my life. Why would any of us ever want anything other than that? Only because we're afraid that someone else will win and kill us or steal our pearl ring. But no one could ever break apart or steal the pearl ring of what my parents were giving to me or what I was choosing from them. May that pearl ring of their blessing be with the entire human race through my prayer, my practice, and the depths of my spiritual heart of heaven, on earth, everywhere, always. And whatever that answer is through your heart, that great blessing revealed by the divine to and through you and through all beings according to the will of the divine. 
so that these middle worlds, that translation point that we go out to as that second attention becomes just the clear skies between heaven and earth that we are to utilize so that we find our way together.